Hello and welcome to the Truth Seekers Podcast. A truth seeker is someone who wants to know the truth. They search for what's true and they won't rest until they find it. I am a truth seeker and if you are too, then you've come to the right place where we will search for truth each week in the stories of the Bible. If you've been following along, then you know we've been following the life of the prophet Elijah. Elijah was a man of God who spoke the word of God without fear. He served the Lord faithfully and spoke whatever the Lord told him to speak, even when it was not popular. And now, Elijah was getting older. His work was almost done. He knew the time was about to come when the Lord would call him away from this world. Do you remember back when Elijah had run from Jezebel and went to the cave at Mount Horeb? It was there in the cave that God had told Elijah to anoint a man named Elisha, who would come after him and continue the work he had done as a prophet for the Lord. Now, just so we don't get them confused, Elijah would anoint Elisha to continue his ministry. Elisha had been with Elijah, learning from him and watching him speak bravely and boldly as a prophet of Yahweh. Elijah was getting the young Elisha ready to take over his ministry when he should have to leave it. One day, Elijah and Elisha were on their way from Gilgal. Elijah said to Elisha, Stay here. The Lord has sent me to Bethel. But Elisha said, As surely as the Lord lives and as you live, I will not leave you. Elisha wanted to be by Elijah's side every chance he could get. So together, Elijah and Elisha went down to Bethel. The company of the prophets at Bethel came out to meet them. What is a company of prophets, you ask? Well, these men were most likely other young men that Elijah had been mentoring or training as prophets of Yahweh. He knew there was much evil in the land. He knew there was much deception as many Israelites had begun worshiping the false god Baal. So Elijah had formed a group of young men who would not bow down to Baal, but would only speak on behalf of Yahweh, the one true and living God. These young prophets would be obedient and faithful to the Lord and be an example to the rest of the nation. When the prophets came out to meet Elijah, they saw Elisha and said to him, Do you know that the Lord is going to take your teacher from you today? Yes, I know, Elisha replied, but do not speak of it. I'm sure Elisha did not want to talk about the fact that soon, that very day, he knew the Lord had revealed to him his teacher and his friend, his father figure, Elijah, would be gone. Elijah encouraged the prophets at Bethel, but there was another company of prophets. They were in Jericho, and Elijah knew that the Lord wanted him to go there as well, to encourage them in their faith before the Lord took him. Elijah said to Elisha, Stay here. The Lord has sent me to Jericho. And Elisha replied, as surely as the Lord lives and as you live, I will not leave you. So they both went to Jericho. The company of prophets at Jericho went up to Elisha when he arrived and said the same thing to him as the prophets at Bethel had. Do you know that the Lord is going to take your teacher from you today? Yes, I know, he replied, but do not speak of it. 
So Elijah encouraged the prophets at Jericho to stay strong in their faith and continue serving Yahweh, even when it seemed the rest of Israel was bowing down to Baal. There was one more group of prophets that Elijah knew he must go see before his time on earth was over. This group was in Jordan. Elijah said to Elisha, Stay here. The Lord has sent me to the Jordan. And I'm sure you already know what Elisha said. He said, As surely as the Lord lives and as you live, I will not leave you. So the two of them walked on. There were 50 men in the company of the prophets who came out to meet Elijah and Elisha at Jordan. They stood at a distance, facing the place where Elijah and Elisha had stopped at the Jordan. Now, you see, the Jordan was not a small river. It was a large and deep river. Elijah and Elisha could not cross over on their own. So, Elijah took off his cloak, rolled it up, and struck the water with it. The water divided to the right and to the left, and the two of them crossed over on dry ground. Now, what does this remind you of? Does this remind you of the time God parted the Red Sea and the Israelites crossed over on dry ground? Does it remind you of the time God parted the same Jordan River when Joshua and the Israelites were headed into the city of Jericho? When they crossed, Elijah said to Elisha, Tell me what I can do for you before I am taken from you. And then Elisha said one of the most bold and amazing things. He said, Let me inherit a double portion of your spirit. Truth seekers, do you know what Elisha was asking? Well, we already know what it means to inherit something. Just like Naboth inherited a vineyard from his father, Elisha was asking to inherit the same power and authority of God that Elijah had. Elisha knew God was with Elijah. He knew Elijah had called down fire from heaven on the altar drenched with water. He knew Elijah had prayed and seen a young boy raised back to life. He knew Elijah had experienced the might and miraculous power of God. Elisha did not want money or gold or silver or a big house or anything. He wanted to know the power of God just as Elijah had known. His heart was not greedy in seeking for such a thing. His heart was pure in that he longed to honor God and continue the ministry of Elijah in such an evil and idolatrous land. He knew he would need the power of God. Elisha knew that if he was going to continue in Elijah's footsteps, he would need the Spirit of God to go before him and be with him. You have asked a difficult thing, Elijah said. Yet, if you see me when I am taken from you, it will be yours, otherwise not. And as they were walking and talking together, suddenly a chariot of fire and horses of fire appeared and separated the two of them. And Elijah was taken up to heaven in a whirlwind. Elisha saw this and cried, My father, my father, the chariots and horsemen of Israel. And Elisha saw him no more. Then he took hold of his own clothes and tore them apart. Elijah had been taken to heaven without experiencing death. And Elisha cried out as he saw Elijah leave because he loved Elijah. Elijah had been like a father to him. 
He tore his clothes as an act of sorrow to lose such a godly man in his life. Even though he knew this day would come, it was still not easy to let go. Elisha then picked up the cloak that had fallen from Elijah, and he went back and stood at the bank of the Jordan. Here was his moment of truth. Hadn't Elijah said that Elisha would receive the Spirit of God if he saw him when he was taken up? Surely he had just seen with his very own eyes Elijah taken up into heaven. Had he received a double portion of the Spirit of God just as he asked? Was he ready to move into the role of a prophet and step into Elijah's shoes? As Elisha stood on the edge of the Jordan River, he took the cloak that had fallen from Elijah and struck the water with it. He cried out, Where now is the Lord, the God of Elijah? Suddenly, as he struck the water, it divided to the right and to the left, and he crossed over. The company of prophets from Jericho had been watching all of this. Those who were watching said, Surely the spirit of Elijah is now resting on Elisha. And they went to meet him. Look, they said, we your servants have fifty able men. Let them go and look for your teacher Elijah. Perhaps the spirit of the Lord has picked him up and set him down on some mountain or in some valley. No, Elisha replied, do not send them. But they persisted until he was too ashamed to refuse. So he said, Send them, and they sent fifty men who searched for three days, but did not find Elijah. When they returned to Elisha, who was staying in Jericho, he said to them, Didn't I tell you not to go? And so the Lord had taken Elijah to heaven in a chariot and horses of fire. Dear True Seekers, What truth did we find in today's story? When Elisha asked Elijah for a double portion of his spirit, it most likely referred to a father-son type of relationship. You see, in those days, the firstborn son would receive twice the inheritance the other sons received when their father passed away. The eldest son would take on the most responsibility as the head of the family after the father died, and so the eldest son would receive a larger inheritance than the younger son. Elisha was asking Elijah as a son to a father. He was asking his spiritual father to give him an abundant amount of his prophetic spirit in order that he might be able to carry on Elijah's mission just as he had. God granted Elisha's request, knowing that the young man of God was willing to remain faithful and worship him alone in the face of the rest of the nation who were bowing down to Baal. When God carried Elijah away in the chariot of fire, it was God's seal of approval on Elijah's work as prophet. Elijah had totally committed his heart to the Lord throughout his entire life. To the very last, he had lived for God's honor stood against the sin and idolatry of a sinful people, and he had raised up younger men to be faithful and obedient to Yahweh. Can you think of someone in your life that is a godly example to you, just as Elijah had been to Elisha? I can think of my grandparents and my parents who have raised me to love Jesus, 
When I look at their lives, I see how they have followed God with their whole hearts, and it encourages me to follow God with my whole heart. I can think of church leaders and teachers who also have set a good example for me to follow. Truth Seekers, I encourage you to think about and pray for the godly, older men and women that God has placed in your life. We should be like Elisha, to respect them, listen to them, honor them, and follow in their footsteps. The good news is that now that Jesus has come, we don't have to ask for His Spirit to be given to us. If we have accepted Him as our Savior, we already have been given His Spirit. Just as Elijah and Elisha had the Spirit of God working through them, so God's Spirit has been given to you as well. Just as it was Elisha's inheritance, it is your inheritance as well. We need God's Spirit to guide us, lead us, give us wisdom, and show us what to say in a world that needs us to show them the Spirit of God in us. We too, like Elisha, are living in a time when many people around us don't believe in Yahweh. We need courage to speak the truth, and this courage can only come from the Spirit of God in us. Ask God to show you who the godly adults are in your life that you can learn from and grow from. Ask Him to place more godly examples in your life to follow. If you'd like to read today's story in your Bible, you can find it in 2 Kings chapter 2. Let me pray with you before we go. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for placing your spirit within us. Just as you gave your spirit as an inheritance to Elisha, so you have already given us your spirit as an inheritance to us. Raise up boldness inside of us to speak your truth. Raise up courage inside of us to tell others the good news about what Jesus has done for us. Help us to be humble and respectful to the godly leaders you have placed in our lives. Help us to learn from them and watch them as they lead by example. Give us your wisdom to know where to go and what to say. Just as Elijah and Elisha surrendered their whole lives to you, so we surrender our whole lives to you as well. In Jesus' name, amen. Before we go, I want to give a quick shout out to Sophia. She mailed in and said, I love what you are talking about, God. Thank you so much, Sophia. Thank you for listening and thank you for emailing me. I love hearing from you guys. If you haven't had a chance to leave a review in iTunes, I would appreciate that so much. It helps others find the podcast and learn about God too. Thanks for joining me today, True Seekers. And I can't wait to talk to you next week.